Take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host, Zivi Kivi. Now, welcome to the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Balloon Artist Podcast. This is Season 1, Chapter 5. And today with me is a very special guest. You might even say that by listening to his podcast, by learning from him, my business grew and my desire to have a podcast of myself became reality. And I'm talking about none other than Julian Mather. If you're not familiar with Julian Mather, uh, he is a magician from Australia and he has a very successful YouTube channel where he teaches magic tricks. Julian is the co-host of the Magician Business Podcast and also of the Kids Entertainers Hub Podcast. Those podcasts are awesome. You should listen to them. You should try to learn from them. I learned so much because of those podcasts. And Julian uh, interviewed me to the Magician Business Podcast back a few months ago. Uh, it's chapter 55. And he has a very interesting concept for balloon artists. And the concept is his own unique way of doing a balloon workshop. So we will hear from him the way that he does a balloon workshop and the way that you can do it too. Here's a short sponsorship ad and then we'll go right into the interview. Our sponsor today is Qualitex, the very best balloons. Qualitex makes great balloons, but they also create awesome conventions. And WBC 2016 is just around the corner. So if you are going, that's awesome. I'm sure you will learn so much from it. It's an awesome experience and I would love to see you there. But if you are on the fence and you need an extra push, something to help you decide to go to WBC, something that will help you get the entire $795 US investment back to your business big time, and something that will give you some uh, extra perks and physical things that you can get in case you're on the fence and want to go to the WBC, then I got something prepared for you from Zivikivi and from Qualitex. So check that out on balloonartistpodcast.com slash WBC. Again, go to balloonartistpodcast.com slash WBC and you can see that if you are on the fence, we can really help you get off the fence and go to New Orleans in 2016. And if you are going to WBC 16, then I would love to meet you there. Come say hello in the jam room and stay tuned till the end of the chapter where I will give details about the impromptu jam that we are going to have in the last night of WBC. And now, here is Julian Mather. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. Today, I have a very special guest. His name is Julian Mather. You might already know him from the Magician Business Podcast and the Kids Entertainers Hub Podcast. It's really a great honor to talk with you, Julian. We are in the middle of season one of the Balloon Artist Podcast. This is chapter five. And the topic of this season is how to make money with balloons. 
and I thought I figured out it will be so meaningful for our balloon nation to hear from you, Julian, and to learn about your uh, balloon workshop. So welcome, Julian. Oh, thank you very much. It's lovely to be here. I'm sitting here on a very hot, sweltering day in Australia. Luckily, I've got the air conditioning on and uh, keeps my balloon stock nice and fresh and cool. It's one of the problems over here where, where I live. It's very hot, very tropical and balloon stock, yeah, I mean, uh, degrades very, very, very quickly. Which is sort of funny, really, because you know I'm 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 not a balloon twister yet. I make money from balloon twisting, and I'm sure you'll get in and explain that. It's actually really a pleasure when you learn about how to make money. It makes sense not to listen only to people from the same status as you are. So not just from balloon twisters, but to listen also to what magician does and what even uh, you know jugglers and. Uh, oh, it's definitely. Yeah, yeah, because this is what we do on, on the Kids Entertainer Hub is that we we look at all discipline, magicians, jugglers, storytellers, face painters, circus performers, balloon twisters, ventriloquists, clowning, the, the, and, and everyone has, a, a you know, information to give. But, you know, have you found this, Sivvy, is that if you're, as a children's entertainer, when you're working, all other kids' entertainers are working as well, and it's generally on the weekends. And you don't have time to talk to other kids' entertainers. You just maybe see them at, a, at an event, you're coming and they're leaving, or it's very hard to meet other kids' entertainers. And when you do speak to them, you find out there's a wealth of information. So this cross-pollination of disciplines within children's entertaining is hugely important. Definitely. When I heard about the uh, concept of the balloon workshop from you, obviously I knew what a balloon workshop was and I even, even tried to market it from time to time, but th the results were re really just mediocre. But uh, after uh, hearing about the way you do the balloon workshop, and I, I was just able to book a gig immediately just by learning the concept of what you do. And that was really, really an awesome experience because I was actually selling something which was uh, unique in my market and that, that was really uh, easy to sell it. And after the first sell, I took the time and I've learned from you, basically from the entire system of the balloon workshop system that you also uh, have a wonderful video course for it. And after that, I had uh, like the summer was coming and I wanted to market myself for those summer camps and all those uh, vacation camps and so on that we have here in Israel. And I was able to use AdWords marketing with Google and it seems like uh, it was a really cheap word to market. So in Google AdWords, you, you pay per, by the click and the, the term balloon workshop in Israel was just the lowest, like just uh, about 20 cents per click. Okay. So I was, manage, I was able to pay about 100 bucks to get bookings for 4,000 bucks. Wow. Um, wow. What a good what a good return on Google AdWords. That's fantastic. In fact, that's probably about the best I've ever heard. It's, it's the wonderful. best I've seen. It's the best I've yeah. seen, definitely. So. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with the balloon workshop is I started out exactly like you did. I was doing balloon twisting to groups of people and trying to twist it because I, mean, I was a magician. I was a you know, children's entertainer. I work weekends. My school holidays, though, were empty and I kept on 
you know, uh, year after year would go by and I had nothing really for the school holidays. So I started to look at these balloon workshop ideas and I, the way I was doing it just didn't work and it was very hard, it was frustrating. So what I did was I stepped right back and I thought it completely rethought the process and my role within that and the whole psychology between the relationship between me, the entertainer, and the people running the services, those school camps, the child cares, the vacation cares, um, summer holiday camps, all those things. So I started to look at the psychology. And when I approached it that way, all the pieces of the puzzle came together. And when I went in with this new approach to doing a balloon workshop, I, I, I mean, I openly tell you, I mean, I make about every year about $20,000 out of on, on school holidays doing the balloon workshops because they pretty much book themselves. Once you've done them for, for people, my repeat bookings on these are just continual. Year after year, uh, every couple of years, I'm going back to the same services. So if you can, over a number of years, build up a clientele uh, of maybe 50 to 100 centres, uh, pretty much they will just contact you back because the kids, and not just the kids, the people running the services have a really good time. Yeah, and I can testify this by myself. The pay, like when people take a look at the pictures after the balloon workshop, mm-hmm. in the way that you do it, in the way that I now also do it, just it creates such phenomenal pictures. So we will talk about today uh, about a few of the characteristics of uh, the way that you do the workshop so people could grasp what it is and will give all the information about how to learn more about the workshop. But um, before you, before we start, I really want to emphasize something that you already mentioned, but I want you to, to expand. And that is the, the way that you shifted the approach, the, the, the way you think about your customer and the way that you put the needs of the customer ahead of what you can do. So can you yeah. expand on that? Sure can, sure can. So when I started doing these workshops, i got to tell you, I mean, I'm speaking to balloon twisters now. On a scale of balloon twisting ability from 1 to 100, I mean, I characterize myself about a 5. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm not much of a balloon twister. But I had a balloon twisting ego. And I don't mean that in a nasty way. It's the same as a magician. You know, we, we, we have an ego. You know, we, we spend all this time practicing. We want to go, look at me. Look, look what I can do. And I would take this in and I would take this approach in and I would start these uh, twisting workshops. And I'd say, okay, let's twist this. And now we can go on to something a little bit more fancy. And while you're struggling with that, I'll stand out there and, and twist something really fancy and you'll go, ooh, look at that. But that approach, all it does is it frustrates the kids. And if, if you do this to adults as well, it not only frustrates adults, it actually embarrasses adults and it embarrasses yourself if you go into this approach. So what I did was I went, okay, what do these centres want? And so when I say, you know, centres like these camps, these facilities want. And really when you're talking about this, it's – You've got to think about what the kids want, but you've got to think about what the adults and the staff there want. And these staff, they work on their shifts. They don't get paid a great amount of money. They're stuck with kids the whole day, and the kids don't have much to do. And, and kids get bored in those situations, and they play up. It's pretty frustrating work. And so 
the biggest thing that staff want is a break. And if you – a break so they can just go, hey, I can kick back and just watch this for an hour or so. Or, you know, you, you can be involved. But I'm not – don't have to be on top of it and uh, telling kids what to do and, and being the disciplinarian. So when I took that approach and I went, right, okay. So really what the workshop is, it's an exercise in crowd control. And I, so I looked at all the techniques that would make teaching twisting balloons to people easy. And, and, and the first thing is, is to teach them really easy stuff. I mean, really easy stuff in the easiest stuff you could possibly do. But what that does is it makes me not look like a, a, a you know, an experienced balloon twister. So then I realized what I had to do was leave my ego at home. So what I do is every time I go out and do these workshops, I take my ego off and I put it away in a cupboard and lock it in there until I come home. And I go along with this attitude, I'm just there to make this a really good one and a half hours because it's just one, one and a three quarter hours, it's how long these workshops go. And I go in and I bring all the pre-blown balloons in with me. And uh, we can talk later about the ratios of balloons and stuff that I, I use for them. So first of all, there's no blowing up of balloons in there. Because if you hand, and I, I went through this process, if you hand out balloon pumps to kids, they can't blow up balloons. One in 10 kids can blow up a balloon with a hand pump. And again, so right from the start, you're frustrating people. You don't want to frustrate people. So it's extra work for me. I got to sit there, and if I'm doing, uh, I mean, I, you know, I can take a lot of balloons in. I said we'll, we'll talk about this later in the volume. Uh, but I've built uh, a system to make that easy. So I go in with all these balloons, and as soon as you go in with balloons, it's like wow! Like the no one has ever seen this many balloons before. Well, I mean, the general public have not seen this many balloons, and it's a really good place to start. I should mention that I actually do a magic show first. I do about a half, 20-minute, half-hour magic show. You don't have to do the magic show. But for me, what it does is it's, it is step, the way I do magic shows, which are very performance-driven. As soon as the magic show is over, I engage the kids. I get them to help me. You know, some of the kids who have sat and listened and, you know, um, uh, being respectful. I get the instructors to choose eight to ten of those and they come out to the van with an instructor. Never, ever go anywhere, be in any room, any situation with kids by yourself where there's not another adult of, of authority there. And we go out and we bring the balloons in. And then I go through this workshop, which is it's fast and it's script-driven. And when I say a script, I have a script for that runs about an hour and a quarter. It and and I say it literally word for word because I've chosen these words. I've worked out over I mean, I've been doing this for years and I've worked out that you can change one word and dramatically increase your crowd control by by doing that. And so I follow this script religiously and I test the script and I'm always improving it. The model I've got now works well, but we get in and I and it's it's very fast moving and it's it's worked out on uh, psychology as well and is it's got peaks and troughs and it's all built in to understand that energy peaks and troughs that audience uh, crowds have, but the whole point about this is that the teachers I say to them I said look if you want to join in that's wonderful there's plenty of balloons but if you want to kick back and go and do something 
That's fine. I've got them. And I do these workshops for 100 kids. Now, I, 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 I top off at, at 100. Uh, 100 is a little hard. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I can do it, but I tell you, you know, like I'm, I'm working to do that. 60 to 70 is uh, a great number. 30 to 40, it's a breeze. You do 20 kids, boy, I could do it with my eyes closed. It's so much fun. You can slow right down then. But the whole point is that you steamroll your way through. You don't allow any time for dissension. And you keep the activities the kids are doing with, with the balloons. The instructions are so crystal clear. There's no from the moment they even before they grab the balloons. Again, everything to is to a script, and the instructions are so crystal clear. I know the next word, the next sentence, the next section that I'm going on to, and there is no way in the world that the kids can get out of control because simply you don't give them a break. It's very much like you know you hear stand-up comics talking about if you're on stage, if you don't allow a heckler, a heckler, a gap to get in. They won't come in, but if you if you allow that gap, they'll they'll come in, and it's the same with kids. Same with kids, you just steamroll it through. So again, it's just this whole attitude that that I'm not a great balloon twister. I am here to make this a really fun hour and a quarter, hour and a half for you. Make it as easy as possible on the staff, and at the end, and you tell this, you you do this big balloon photo, and it is stunningly good every time and it's these photos at the end that sell the workshop to the next group because uh you know you make sure that they've they've got the photos and you tell them before you book you know and even on the day there make sure your batteries are charged make sure you've got someone with a you know a phone there a smartphone can take a photo because you're going to want the photos because they need the photos themselves because they put the they send the photos home in the newsletter to show the parents that, hey, the kids come along here and they do all these great things and it's a wonderful time. So the parents will send their kids back. Remember, this is a business. This vacation care is, is a business. They need parents to send their kids. So, again, you, you, if you understand what every party wants, the people running the workshop, the people booking you, what the children want, and also what you want out of it as well. I mean, I want repeat bookings out of it. Wow, uh, I, I really liked uh, the so many smart things you just said. Like, even if people will just take this notion of looking at your customer and at their actual needs, not what you want to do, and what, but what they need and what they want. And they need a break and they need someone that entertains their kids and occupy their time in, a, in, in an elegant fashion, in an elegant manner. And the kids need to succeed. They don't need frustration. It's just, it's just not entertaining to be frustrated. And the way that you put your ego in, in your home when you go to the event, it's just so, so the right thing to do for your customer uh, in this uh, situation. And I'm sure that when you come back and you show your ego the money or show your ego the picture that uh, was created, he's pretty damn happy about the situation too. Uh, I really think that even if people will just take this notion, it's already the smart thing to do. But but your balloon workshop has a few additional benefits and a few additional strength points. And I would like to talk with you about it. So basically, can you describe what is different with your balloon workshop in comparison to other workshops that you're familiar with? 
Well, uh, apart from just what I've been saying, that approach uh, is that I do, what's that, one, two, three, four, we twist four things for the whole workshop. And these things, I mean, I'll tell you, uh, there's a mystery object. I can't tell you what it is, otherwise it wouldn't be a mystery anymore. That's actually part of the script. Then there's, uh, we, we twist a dog. But we don't, you know, like, and you might think a dog is pretty basic. You haven't seen my dog. If you, you don't know what basic is until you see the way I show the how to twist a dog. It's the one with the three twists where you just, uh, it's not even a, I don't even know what to call it. You just fold a section of balloon and twist it. You get a head, do another twist, you get front legs, do another twist, you get back legs and the rest of this, a tail. And it doesn't matter how long the tail is, it's sticking out the back because that's actually good. It's great that the kids' balloons all look different because you tell them, hey, in the real real world, you have a look around, dogs are all different. Some are small, some have got short legs, some have got long legs, short tails, long tails. Let's have a look at all the balloons. In fact, you have just made the best dogs in the world because your dogs are like all the other dogs out there. It doesn't matter how they come out there. I've got to tell you, they're the age of the kids that can do this, five-year-olds can do this. Five-year-olds twist the dog first off. Some have problems, but then the old, if there are older kids, they come in and help <coughs> there too. Uh, and then we twist a sword. And the sword, again, it's the um, <laughs> three bends and one twist. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's the, you know, the quickest, fastest sword. But the reason you do that is we could all do fancier swords, but when the kids can't do the sword, you don't want to be spending time there trying to twist each one's balloons. So if I've got 100 kids in there and I've got 25 of them who can't twist the sword uh, or a lot of young kids because the young kids have problems with this, the older kids help or the instructors help, is it like, I mean, I, can, I just grab their balloons and bang, twist, one done, bang, twist, Two, it's that fast to twist them. So, you know, you go for the, the easy thing. So everything is easy. Another third thing is we make a hat frame. And then so the first half of the workshop is instructional. The second half of the workshop, because your, your attention span will be lagging, you'll be struggling at the end. When I say struggling, it's not really hard, but you can, you can see the attention dropping off. So this last part of the workshop is free form where you put the music on and the kids can twist anything they like. So they can go and remake what they've done or they, what I encourage them to do is just take any of the balloons and make um, crazy hats and they make the biggest, craziest hats that they can. But I stress, it's for you to do whatever you like and you take the balloons home. And then, we, you know, with the big photo at the end. And it's noisy, it's crazy. Uh, another t- tip at the end is when, is when I leave, I leave very quickly. I have fold-up baskets that I carry all the balloons in and I'm out of there in literally a couple of minutes after we've, we've done the big photo. I clearly hand control of all the kids back to the staff and say that the, the responsibility is going back to the staff. Been lovely to meet you all. I'm packing up and I'm out of there and there is a big mess. But I've told the staff, leave the mess if it's appropriate and then get the older kids to come back in when the younger kids are gone and all the leftover balloons and the half-broken, they can go around and do the big floor pop. And the older kids love that, stamping all the balloons out, and then they clean it up for you. So 
I'm just thinking of, of differences. So that's sort of the difference when you're going and doing um, the workshop, plus all the balloons are, are, are pre-blown. Do you want me to talk about the number of balloons that I use? Is so, that a- yeah, let, let me just uh, emphasize the, the, yeah. the differences. So basically like a regular balloon workshop that uh, a lot of twisters do maybe contains one or two sculptures for the kids to learn and uh, usually sometimes the kids will not be able to do it and your balloon workshop contains four different uh, objects and they actually make it they actually manage to make it and this is a huge success story for them in their minds the kids are so proud of themselves they take these home to their 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 parents their parents come and pick them up in the car and you tell them don't drag them on the grass or the concrete if you look after them they'll last you a week but they are so proud of their creations and they're very protective of them you know you've got these little techniques you can use to help the uh, instructors and the teachers keep them all bundled together but they are they're very proud of this because they made it and 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 that is a difference i guess that if you go in with a hard creation they get very dispirited when they can't do it and when theirs doesn't look like yours you know the fancier one but these creations it doesn't matter what they look like they all work because there's a lot of free form creativity that goes into it yeah, and you also allow for 30 minutes of free form where they can create those crazy hats. And that's where also the creativity of some of the kids come out really brilliantly and shines. And some of the pictures that are, at least I saw of when I finished the workshop, uh, some kids really invented huge, cool hats that, that uh, I would be happy to wear. So it's really uh, already by doing those four things and being able to manage it so that the kids could, could finalize those and feel the success, uh, that's already something that uh, I feel is, is different. But in order to achieve the craziness of the crazy hat, there is one big difference in your workshop that I've never seen before, and that is the volume of the amount of balloons. And by the way, today, uh, even though it's not uh, a holiday, but I still have my AdWords campaign going on for uh, trying to see if someone is interested for a balloon workshop. And this kid club uh, contacted me, and today I have a balloon workshop for 40 kids. And so you tell me how many balloons I will need to pre-inflate for my 40 kids show today. 400. 400. Yeah, 400. I use a, mul- a multiple of 10. Now, it, uh, it took me ages to come to why 10 is the perfect number. No, it didn't. It took me about a half a second. Make the maths easy. It's, that's just simply why I chose 10. It's a nominal number and it, it's, it works really well, I found out. Uh, you know, if, over, over the years I would have changed it, but I haven't changed it because it just works really well. 10 pre-inflated balloons per child will work for groups from uh, 20 which would be 200, right through to 100 kids, which is 1,000 balloons. And so you're probably thinking, how do you take 1,000 balloons? I've got a van to do it. But with all the members on the course, because we have a Facebook group and everyone shares their photos, it's amazing what people get into compact cars. I can't believe the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of balloons that they they stick in there. Uh, some people, you can take your compressor along and you can pump up when you know you're, you're at the venue – 
I don't do that. Uh, I like to sit at home in the comfort of the air conditioning on hot days like this. I've got a system. I show this in the workshop about how to blow your balloons up. Now, you're all professionals out there. You, you've, you've probably got your own system, but I'll show you mine because it works really well and I can watch DVDs as, as I'm doing it. And I'm a, you know, like I'm a pretty sort of a, a, a busy bee sort of person always doing things and I never get down to sit down and watch DVDs and I really look forward to watching all my favourite series, which, yeah, it's great. Love sticking them in. School, school holidays are great times for me. So those 10 balloons for, you know, per person. And it also works because you find that not every member of the group uses 10 balloons. The little kids quite often don't get through 10 balloons. You're going to find kids who are scared of balloons. Nothing you can do about that. You don't stop the workshop. You find kids who end up crying. That's not my responsibility. I'd love to stop and give them a big hug. I can't do that. That's the instructor's responsibility. And there are kids who will use way more than 10, but it balances out. It's it. The balloons always get through to the end of this session just about right. And you know what? If you see the balloons ending early, like they're really getting through them quickly, shorten your workshop by 10 minutes. Not a problem. You don't – this is another thing. We just got to a moment just about principles and, and thinking the way you think about things. It's like you've got to get away from this thing that it's time-based – that you know you're you they're paying you for x amount of time they're not they're paying you for value the value of you going along and giving a great experience that these kids are going to talk about this experience they can get photos out that they can use that's the value whether you leave 10 or 15 minutes earlier is irrelevant and if you get a center where that becomes a big problem do you know what drop them yeah, I, I totally agree. And I would just uh, mention that when I do the inflation of the balloons, I also I use a compressor, like uh, one of those uh, you recommend in the, in the video course. But I also listen. I, I don't see videos because of the setup of my attic. I, I just listen to podcasts. So a lot Great of times... Idea. Yeah, I, I, I really love it. Like a lot of times I would listen to the Magician Business podcast while inflating balloons for a balloon workshop that I've learned from you. So it was really like a, a having a Julian experience 360. <laughs> yeah. um, so t- tell, tell us a little bit about, because you use different colors and you have a technique for that, how do you uh, count your balloons for, for your workshop? Okay, I'll tell. Well, I'll start off by telling you how I used to count my balloons for the workshop. <laughs> I, used to, I literally used to grab them out of the packet and make sure the ends all lined up. I guess like you know, a lot of people do and count them out. So if I had a thousand balloons and I use different colours, uh, and there's, uh, there's a specific reason I choose specific colours, and uh, I'd put them all in their piles and it would take me forever. And, you know, seriously, there were times which I thought I would never do this again and that was one of the times. There's every time I had to count these balloons out, it drove me insane and, and because I just knew it was stupid. There had to be a better way. And so, again, I stopped what I was doing and going, you know, just just think about this differently. So what I do now is I weigh my balloons and I've – I simply went down and I started to count them out uh, with weights and make a chart. So I've got a chart. All I do 
is I have a little set of electronic scales. I set those up. I have my bags of uh, balloons, which I know the color, the colors, and I choose. And just if holidays are coming up, I've pre-ordered my balloons. I've got a big box of them, and I just pull out the, the bags I'm going to need. And then what I do is I look at my booking sheet and say it says 45 kids. I then multiply that by by 10. Gee whiz, that's going to take a while. 450. There you go. <laughs> no, nice and quick. And then what I do is I have a chart. And all these charts are included in, in the, the course is that I just go to the chart and I follow down and underneath 450 will have the breakups of the colors of balloons that I need. And I simply make a note of those. And then I have a secondary chart. I take those numbers of the balloons that I need and then I have the weight of those. So if you need 17 balloons, I have the weight for 17 balloons there. And I simply make a note of these and then I put my scales on and I grab handfuls of balloons and throw them into the big bowl and watch the electronic scale. And if it goes over, take a a few out. It's very fast. So I can count, you know, 943 balloons and the whole process is probably going to take me under five minutes to count those. That that's our. It's really fast and uh, it's really accurate. Yeah, I, I think it would take you less than five minutes. Okay. Because okay. Yeah. yeah, like uh, it's it's really it's linear. It doesn't matter if you need to count uh, for thirty kids, for fifty kids, or for a hundred kids. It always takes about the same when you use the weight. So you have your balloon stock. You just make sure you have enough from the colors that you need for the workshop. And then you just, instead of counting 42 orange, you wait 42 orange. It takes it take just so much less time. Yeah. And i got to point out there, what, what I also do at the end is I grab a handful of balloons and throw them in as well on, on top. It's always about over-deliver. I mean, you know, if, if you're there and you're say that they've, they've paid for 450 balloons and they're going to get only 450, your attitude is completely wrong. And that's going to be reflected in your income. I mean, I, I don't know who you are, but I'd lay money on it that that's, that's going to happen. If you go in, I've said, this is what I'm going to do. And you don't tell them, but you just over-deliver. You make it a better experience than what they were hoping for you will see that reflected in your repeat bookings. It's just the way it works. Yeah. So um, I want to talk a little bit about the script. And I think that, uh, uh, like, I had to translate the script to Hebrew because I'm from Israel. And that actually worked. That worked perfectly. The same script, the same gags, the same pits and falls, it just works in Hebrew as well. So it's really awesome. I really... Because uh, it's simple. Because it's really simple. And that's interesting you should just say about the gags because that was one thing I had at the start. This is something else I learned was, again, my ego got in the way and I went, I know all these great gags that I can do with balloons and mucking around, you know, make it funnier. What you do is you lose control. And the gags in there are probably about a quarter of what I had originally in. And it works better. It works much better. Yeah, less is more sometimes. And uh, um, so, so by by using the script, I find it that it's just very easy to to perform the balloon workshop. It works. It it fascinates the kids. And I used almost the same script and did the workshop, you know, in kindergartens, in schools, and even in a college for adults. 
And pretty much the same script just worked, you know, maybe a, a, a word here, a word there was different. And the, even the adults, they loved the workshop. Yeah, I, it's my, my experience here. Where I do it with, with adults, uh, a lot is sports clubs. So you have a sports club and they have an end of year breakup. It could be a swimming club, an athletics club, a football club. And, you know, they get the kids and the kids generally in sports clubs go from, you know, the little five-year-old sports stars through to kids who are 16, 17, 18 before they go into the adult leagues. And then you have all their parents. It's a very broad age. This workshop works really well. And I get in there and I don't change the script much because, again, it works well when you keep it going nice and fast. You know, and the whole lure of it is that people have never twisted a balloon before and they've always wondered, what's it like to twist a balloon? You give them the opportunity and you make sure that they go home successful. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to give a, another point of view about the script because on the second chapter of the Balloon Artist podcast, we interviewed Patrick Van de Ven. And Patrick Van de Ven had a very nice idea about how he does a line walk uh, gig, a twisting gig. And he finishes all of his gigs with a balloon workshop. But it's it's the small balloon workshop, the one where kids are getting only one balloon each and uh, it's a dog. But I've, I've been experienced, I've been experiencing with trying uh, like on the gigs where I'm just called to do the best of the best twisting that I can. And I tried to use Patrick Van Der Ven's tip of, of doing a mini workshop at the end. And I was using the same script from the big balloon workshop on at that end. So even if you just want to know a good script for the for, for your workshop, a script that works, a script that is interactive with the kids, that's also something that can be combined with other gigs that you have. They don't have to be a specifically a pure balloon workshop uh, gig. So that's something I wanted to share with you about that. Yeah, it's 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 interesting this whole you know is how balloon twisters look at it and that is a lot of balloon twisters will look at this and they will just go you are kidding me I am not twisting those but just step back think about what we said and then you know have a look at some of the other people who are using this Buster Balloon uses yeah. this workshop now and he said I've been searching for years and years and years to find a system that works this system works and you go and see him he's done testimonial videos and you'll see him with pictures of doing workshops himself you know like and crikey's you don't get much better than buster balloon you know we're all sorry all you twisters who are better than buster but i mean in general terms you know this guy is good and he he sees that it works yeah Uh, yeah i like uh you can even see his marketing on his website. It's a public domain. Just go to Buster Balloon's website. It's wonderful anyway. Enjoy the, the, the sculptures you see there, but also enjoy the pictures of the balloon workshop that he does. And uh, it, it's really it's really wonderful that you shared the, 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 the system with the, with the community and with everyone. So I want to ask uh, one more thing before we wrap up, and that is about selling the workshop because I, I want to give the listeners 
uh, an experience if they want to choose and try to sell the balloon workshop. Uh, I want to give them the opportunity to enjoy the same experience that I had, which was that even before learning the script of the balloon workshop, I was able to sell it. I was able to talk with the customer and sell it. And that's something that you actually teach for free in uh, a series of videos that you've released. And I, w- I just listened to, to those videos and was able to sell for, for a good amount of money the balloon workshop. So can you tell us a little bit about how can you sell it for someone who did, didn't see the balloon workshop yet and that you need to basically portray the benefits of the balloon workshop for him over the phone? It's What I've done, essentially, what I've done is just made available to people a lot of the artwork and the photos for my own workshops are just very generic photos, uh, very good quality. And then also, uh, you know, some text and a whole lot of other graphics. And when you, um, when you use these, I just show you here, this is, this is what I send out. I, I, I give you my email copy that I send to centers and, uh, some free photos to use it and you just send them out and you'll see it's the power of the photos it's very uh, most people haven't seen one of these workshops in this volume before and they go wow this is good this is <laughs> really different and they book and that is so common among balloon workshop members people are all booking courses before they even have a workshop up and going yeah and, uh, and, and basically, if you, if you really listen to this interview and the part in the, in the beginning where we talked about like what is the state of mind of your customer and what he needs, and if you just emphasize the needs of the customers uh, in the call with the prospect, that, that alone will sell your workshop so easily. Yeah, you know, it's t- I'm I'm very uh, uh, enthusiastic about learning and and using copywriting. I spend a lot of time, and you'll see it all over our websites. And the power of words is is enormous. And if you can get the right words there, it's like that saying. And you know, if, if you don't think words have power, the difference between a one dollar note or a one dollar bill and a hundred dollar bill is just the writing on the bit of paper. The bit of paper is worth exactly the same but the words convey a completely different meaning. Yeah. So uh, if, if people want to learn more about the Balloon Workshop and about those free videos that actually allow you to know how to sell uh, the Balloon Workshop, uh, where should they go if they want to learn more about it? Well, where they should go, Zivi, is your website, and uh, you've got a page and a link on there. Uh, so it's best that you tell uh, the people where they 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 can get that. So we we wanted to make sure that you are uh, reaching the right place and having uh, the uh, an easy place to go to. And so if you go to balloonartistpodcast.com, you'll see on chapter five, uh, Julian Mater chapter, there will be a link uh, uh, for the balloon workshop. And I have to say in advance. Um, the link in there will be an affiliate link. We will be enjoying a little bit of uh, of profit, but uh, the price that you will pay will be exactly the same like everyone else. And uh, we would love to help you out if you have any questions because I do the balloon workshop. So if you have any questions or dilemmas about uh, whether you should buy it or not, I would love to help you. 
just shoot me an email or, or, or chat with me on the messenger in Facebook and uh, I would love to help you to make up your mind because most of all, because it just works, the balloon workshop system works um, and uh, I hope that you will enjoy it as much as, uh, as I did. Yeah, and I want to point out there is that the way uh, my my business partner, Ken Kelly, and I, and we've got Kids Entertainer Hub and we've got Magician Business and we have a lot of training courses. Our training courses are geared around professional, continued professional development for children's entertainers. Our goal with these courses is to get you more money. Our goal with these courses is to make your life better. Our goal of these courses is to make your family's lives better. And we can only do that if you are really, really happy with what you, we give you. So we have this unconditional 60-day guarantee. If, if you go in and use this course and you just are in there for a month and you try it out and you go, you know, it's just not for me. We, with no questions asked, quietly, discreetly, respectfully, just put the money back in your account. It's not an issue at all. So, you know, look, there really is no risk because our goal is to try to make the whole world of children's entertaining better. And, you know, if we focus on scrapping over, you know, returning someone's course because they weren't happy with it, well, then, you know, we're focusing on the wrong things. Yeah, it is really risk-free. It just works. So, look, people, if you want an additional income, additional vector, a new service that you want to have or just to improve your uh, current service of providing a workshop. It works without the magic, sh- with the magic show in the beginning. It works with or without. I've tested it and uh, the results are phenomenal. Uh, I, I wouldn't uh, be able to like finalize my summer financially uh, at the same way that I did this year, uh, and I'm really looking forward for the repeat booking next year. Once uh, the people uh, will need a workshop, they will be able to remember because there are, are really uh, great memories from this workshop. Yeah, and so, it seems it seems to be international as well because we have members from uh, literally dozens of countries. It it's, it speaks an international language somehow. Definitely. And uh, so we're going to wrap up now. Um, Today we've discussed about the balloon workshop idea and uh, the way that Julian Mather does it is totally different than any balloon workshop I've seen. He uses 10 balloons per kid. He weights his balloons in order to save time. He comes with the balloons pre-made. He has a script that works. If you want to learn more about it, We'll put a link on the show notes. And uh, before we say farewell, Julian, can you tell us a little bit maybe about one of the projects that you're working on these days? Uh, oh, boy, we've got – so we've just released a preschool master plan. That's uh, It's still consuming a lot of our time. And that's – you know, I was saying that these balloon workshops are for the school holidays, trying to find income from that. The what we just released is Monday to Friday income because once I had my weekends with parties and I had my school holidays filled, I was sitting around and watching the Monday to Fridays just disappear year after year. And so I started to look at the preschool so that, you know, that um, early childhood, childcare, daycare market. And uh, that's now really the big earner for me throughout the year. Uh, And, you know, the thing about it, just quickly, why it's so good is because 
you leave after everyone. Uh, you do the shows at 10 o'clock in the morning, almost always at 10 a.m. in the morning. So you leave after peak hour traffic. And when you get to the centres, there's a whole car park that's empty. And you park right next to the door and you go inside and you do the shows in air conditioning, whether it's hot in summer or cold in winter, and then you're out uh, by 11 o'clock and you're home for an early lunch. That's why I love it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you could check that uh, uh, on the Kids Entertainment Hub website. And yeah, we put- if, you, if, if, if you go to www.kidsentertainerhub.com and look for the shop, you'll see the shop, click the shop, and you'll see a lot of our training courses there. And uh, yeah, maybe have a listen to our podcast, read some of our blogs there for all kids entertainers. And what about Facebook? Where can Which groups should people look for? Well, the best one to go to is Kids Entertainers. So if you simply go to Facebook and type in Kids Entertainer, you'll find the Kids Entertainer Hub group. So it's just Kids Entertainer. You'll find it. And uh, join the discussion there because, again, we have entertainers from all disciplines. We've got a ton of balloon twisters in there as well. Yeah, really awesome ones as well. So um, it, it's been a real pleasure to talk with you, Julie Mater. We want to keep the schedule of our call and make sure the interview is tight. And uh, so really, I take my hat off again for all of your help with the balloon workshop video course. And uh, the, this concept just works. So thank you. And uh, anything else you would like to tell uh, the Balloon Artist Podcast Nation? Uh, Just have a lovely day, and I I hope you stay safe and well, and uh, give your kids a kiss and a hug before you put them in a bed at night. Awesome. So I'll give my three kids uh, uh, one from from Australia. So uh, thank you so much, Julian, and uh, see you soon. Wow, that was so fun to get to the point where... I interviewed Julian Mather and also I think that there are so many things that you can easily take from Julian even without checking up with his offer of the uh, balloon workshop blueprint. Um, the the th- few things that I want to point out that you can just take and implement right now are things like instead of counting the balloons for your workshop, using a scale and to measure the weight of the balloons. And that's something that everyone can do. It saves time and it's smart. So kudos for that, Julian. And also the actual concept of using 10 balloons per kid on the workshop, it works. It's such a smart marketing decision to make the content of your product or of your service that awesome that each kid gets 10 balloons. Uh, This is something which is very unique to Julian's uh, workshop, and I think it's very generous of him to share this idea. It just creates a huge atmosphere, a very very fun event, and uh, you will not worry that your balloons will be, uh, that you don't have enough balloons. So even if you just take this one and implement it into your business, it will be awesome for you. If you want to learn how to do it more efficiently and how to save time, then definitely uh, consider checking the Balloon Workshop Blueprint. We'll put uh, a link to that in the balloonartistpodcast.com, Season 1, Chapter 5. 
And also I take from Julian the script. So the script that he teaches in his uh, video course of the balloon workshop blueprint, that script is awesome and I use it all the time. But even if you have your own script and you write it down if you, and you memorize it, like for example, I have a script for the CBS system, the champion building system, where I talk about uh, how... My customer will take uh, videos of uh, the prospects of his kids and how we will use those videos later to create a summary clip. All of that is scripted and I repeat the script every time. So using a script is really important in order to be professional. It helps you because you don't need to think about what to say. And I encourage you to use the script. Use a script or use... Julian's script, which is available for you inside his Balloon Workshop Blueprint. So that's all for today. I would like to suggest that you come to the website uh, balloonartistpodcast.com because there are always goodies for you there. For each chapter, we are putting some kind of a content upgrade. That's the, the professional name for it, which means basically some more values, some more goodies that you can download for free. Uh, so see you in the balloonartistpodcast.com site and see you next time. That was season one, chapter five. Don't forget to wait for the tip. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is the hidden tip section for Season 1, Chapter 5 of the Balloon Artist Podcast. And today it's a tip for all the entertainers out there or anyone that works directly in front of the kids. And the tip is, it's a technique of how to help kids calm down. It, it will work for adults as well, but I use it with the kids and it's awesome. And the idea is called... Um, the flower and candle idea. It's an idea that I saw for the first time with my daughter's kindergarten teacher. And she was using this technique and it was so awesome. And I started to implement it into my shows and it works. So the idea is to tell the kids to hold an invisible candle on one hand and an invisible flower on the other hand. And then you tell them to take a big breath from the flower and to smell the flower so they go from the flower you show them how to do it and then you tell them to blow on the candle you need to tell them to do it three times so again they smell the flower and blow on the candle some will do it fast some will do it slow but you need to encourage them to do it slow because basically what you're making them is you're making them imagine that they are smelling a flower and blowing on a candle, but actually what you're making them is you make them take three big breaths. And even kids with ADD and kids with very small amount of patience and kids that have a problem to focus on what's happening, uh, you know, those kids... Uh, it's really helpful for them to take a, big, a big breath, breathe and to blow it out. And it makes them calm. And sometimes it's even a good idea for us. Like if we're angry on something, if we don't like a missing feature on, on a mobile app or something like that, 
it's not the end of the world. Let's take a big breath and think about it and maybe calm down a little bit and relax. So that was the tip of the flower and the candle of, of season one, chapter five. Thank you so much. If you are coming to WBC 16, get ready for the impromptu jam. It will be on the 10th of April, either on the lobby or on another location that we will find and announce. So stay tuned in the Facebook group, stay tuned over email and get ready for the impromptu jam on the last day of WBC 16. See you in New Orleans. The Balloon Artist Podcast is brought to you by... Did it ever happen to you that someone asked for a yellow sword and you just didn't have any 260Q yellow? Well, it happened to me and I was so embarrassed of how unprofessional that is that I felt like I have to remember, I have to remember next time to buy that yellow 260s. For a long time, it happened to me that I just didn't have a good place to write down what is missing for me. That's where the idea for the balloon stock app was born. You can buy the balloon stock app for a very reasonable fee by looking for balloon stock on your mobile store, either on your iTunes or on your market. The balloon stock app supports a list of balloons that you choose their destiny. Maybe it's a list of your inventory. Maybe it's a list of what you want to buy. Maybe it's a list of balloons for a project. But the main thing is that this list is very easy to compile because of the auto search feature, because of the search by icon feature, because of the different filters. And after you compile that one list, It's so easy. You just press the cart icon and you can email the list either to yourself or to yourself and to your balloon provider according to your needs. Everything is super simple. I intend to put more features into the balloon stock app as soon as we have enough people on board. And I encourage you to try it out. The balloon stock app is available now. Join in and lock your price to the lower fee because the price will go up soon. I hope you enjoy Balloon Stock Up and thank you for supporting it.